this is the point of a graduation where a speaker will come and give a charge. I've, I've listened to a lot of charges. I've gone to a lot of graduations. Uh, I've, I've heard long charges that go for 45 minutes. And I've heard short charges that go for less than 10 minutes. So which one is it going to be? The truth is, it's not the length of it. The older I get, the easier it is to do this. When I was in my 30s, this was, this was very hard to do. But now it's easy because it's not hard for me to figure out what to say. I'm going to give you three simple things. And if I had, this is my last time to speak to you forever. This is what I would want to say. Things that will keep you in good stead with God. In good stead in this life. And at the end of the thing, you'll be happy you did them. See, you're on... You're on the beginning side of life and the growing side. I'm on the end. I'm, I'm decreasing every day. I can tell it. I feel it. You're increasing. You're getting stronger. Hopefully getting wiser, getting smarter. You're on the upside of it. I'm on the downside. We're on two different sides of the mountain. Some of these people in this room are way on the other side of the mountain. The first thing I want to tell you is, live for God. Live for God. Paul said, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. Man, put that in your soul. Live for God. Give it everything you had. My, my mother got saved in October of 1953. And when she died, I got, you get to go through all of their personal stuff that they never let you look at. I didn't even know existed. And so I went through her Bible, and I was really interested in seeing the front of her Bible, notes she made about us, each one of us kids, and how she prayed for us. One note that really caught my attention, dated October 1953. I was born in 51. I was two years old. She said, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And I say that it was as good in 1953 as it is today. You have one shot at this. This is a charge to you, not them. You got one shot at this thing. You, you, you get it. You get one shot through this. You'll make the mistakes you make, you can't. I wish you could go back and undo them. I wish you could you say, hey, you can say you're sorry, but you can't undo the actions. Live for God. Decide, and I believe you have, really. Because out of this whole world, you are a rare exception. I don't want to emphasize that too much because I don't want to try to give you a big head. But the truth is, you've chosen where your generation, the vast majority of your generation has not. You've chosen to go to Christian school. That was big. You say, well, my parents forced me. There's not one child at Gospel Baptist Church that is really forced to go here. Because you know the rules here. It just takes one act to get out of here. It's easy to leave Gospel Baptist Christian school. Just go kick your teacher in the shins. It's over. You're out of here. And so I always tell the parents, you can encourage your children to go here, but they have to choose to go here. You've chosen to go here. You've chosen to be here at the Gospel Baptist Christian School. Live for God. 
Proverbs 8 says, I love them that love me, and they that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me, yet durable riches and righteousness. It is the best life. You're going to be given all kinds, and have been given already, all kinds of options and alternatives of who to live for, but live for God. You will not be unhappy when you reach my stage of life. The second thing is, live in the book. Live in the Bible. The Bible is called the mind of Christ. It is literally, you can get in the mind of the creator of the universe by reading the Bible. Find out who he is, what he likes, what he doesn't like, how he treats those who disobey, how he treats those who obey. You'll learn about who he is. It takes a while. You don't get it first reading, second reading, third reading, fourth reading, fifth reading, in fact, the truth is, I'm still learning. But you will get, and, and it's like looking in a mirror over and over again. You'll become more like him by looking in the, in the book. Live for God. Live in the book. Make the book your most known. you got a choice. You know, they say that you can only get, normally you can only get a doctorate in about one field. You can only become your doctorate of philosophy in about one field in life. You rarely, rarely meet someone who has two doctorates. Because it just takes too much time to completely understand the field that you pick to go in. It usually takes a lifetime. And so that's why you don't see too many. Right, he's talking about being a, a, a medical doctor. But before you, knowing more than a medical doctor, know the book. Know the book. At 18 years old, I remember making a very definitive decision to know the book. I said, you know, I can read all kinds of novels. I could read all kinds of, but I'm going to know the book. I may be a plumber. I may be a carpet guy. I may be laying tile my whole life. I may be cutting wood in, and, I, and for a while I thought that's the way it was going to be, and I was good with that. But you know what? The Bible will help you be a better floor covering guy. It'll make you a better plumber. It'll make you a better maintenance man. It'll make you a better housewife. It'll make you a better mother. It'll make you a better wife. It'll make you better everything. I don't care what you choose. You know, If you live in the book, you're going to be a better person. So live for God. Live in the book. And then lastly, live for others. Because if you live for God and live in the book, you're going to learn that living for others is where you'll find what the world is so desperately tonight trying to find but cannot find. And that's peace. And that's joy. And that is a sense of... of uh, a sense of, of satisfaction. Uh, they've written songs about it. Some of you 60s people know what it is. They can't get no satisfaction. Because the world doesn't offer. No matter how you chase that ever-ready bunny, but you never catch him. But if you will live for others, God will reward you with the things you do not seek after. And that is those things I mentioned. And you'll be able to have those things that the world will envy because you lived for God, you lived in the book, and then consequently you lived for others. And there's a poem, and it's an old poem, and it's, I've quoted it 35 plus years. And I, Others, Lord, yes, others, let this my mind be. That when I live for others, I might live like thee. Let me live from day to day in such a self-forgetting way that even when I kneel to pray, 
My prayer might be for others. Others, Lord, yes, others. Let this, my motto be. And you do those three things that's so simple, but yet not so simple to carry out. But if you'll do it, God will be with you, God will be for you, and he'll carry you through. And some of you people, four years from now, five years from now, maybe by the grace of God, my wife and I can come up and see you graduate. And you want to pray that the guy speaking only speaks for 10 minutes. You don't have to speak long to have something deep. And this is what I told you. This is, this is as big as I have to give you. Live for God, live in the book, and live for others. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, thank you tonight for Jesus. Thank you for that you have allowed us to see him who is called beauty and beautiful. Father, we pray that you would just anoint these young people, as you have already doing, anoint their moms and dads, bless them for the sacrifice and the financial sacrifice, bless them in a way that only can be done by you. Uh, may may uh, 40 years from now or 45 years from now, these young people look back and say, there was an old man years ago told me to live for God, live in the book. And live for others. And boy, I'm sure glad I've done that. Father, help us in Jesus' name. Amen.